Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, family members, service family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third of Gospel Light Society International, with the Scripture and the Sense podcast number 986, where I simply read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source, such as the Bible Knowledge commentary or and or the Matthew Henry commentary or some other reputable commentary or study Bible. This podcast, my beloved, is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast, therefore, is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, the church would be revived, is my prayer. It is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God for our wickedness and our sins that we have, many of us, gleefully committed against Him. And that day is coming. And it may or may not have anything to do with this day. I personally believe that this day has been brought upon us by the wickedness and the evil in the church. According to Dr. Tony Evans, the problem is in the pulpit. Preachers have not preached what they should have been preaching. And so the pews don't know what's going on. It falls on us. And Dr. Lee Robinson said, everything rises and falls on leadership. Today we are reading Malachi chapter 3 verse 13, but before we do that, are you saved from, you say saved from what? Saved from hell. Real talk. Oh, I know that's not, uh, it doesn't have any place in our modern times and days. Nobody does. (coughs) Very much so. One of the things preachers have failed to do is preach on hell. 
if every preacher would preach on hell and 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 show it from the Bible, all of these sins that people are thinking about doing and doing, they would not they would not do them. That alone would solve a whole lot of problems right there. Preachers preaching what Jesus Christ preached. And we were supposed to be the salt of the earth. But the salt has lost its savour. We have preachers today who don't even preach the gospel. They just preach stuff. For the fun of it, I guess. You don't preach just to preach. You preach with a purpose. And sad to say, many preachers need preaching too. Themselves. Are you saved from hell and are you saved to heaven? If not, why not? Is it because you have never heard how to be saved from hell? Is it because you don't want to get saved from hell? Is it because you don't know how? Well, well, dear friend, here is how. Understand, first of all, that you are a sinner. You have willingly and no doubt sometimes ignorant, ignorantly broken God's Ten Commandments and God's laws, such as lying, stealing, lusting after people and things, lusting after their bodies that God created. Remember, it's not your body to lust after. God created it. He owns us because he created us. How about dishonoring and disobeying your parents? How about dishonoring God by taking his name in vain? You don't have the right to take his name in vain. You don't not you don't have the right to be talking about, oh my blank. I, I, I'm not going to say it. You don't have, you don't even have the right to be talking about OMG. That's disrespectful of God. You're calling his name in vain. You, you, uh, movie stars who now you, you put Jesus in your cursing. If you don't hurry up and get saved, you're going to hell. This is Jesus, blank, Christ stuff. People, you better, you better watch your mouth. People who commit adultery, have sex with another man's wife, have sex with another woman's husband. Yes, and all of you swingers in the church and you nudists people in the church... All of y'all are going to hell too. Because you're committing adultery. You're living in adultery. And your man will pimp you out and prostitute you out so that he can do his homosexual mess and in hopes that he will you will not tell on him and so you won't tell on he won't tell on you and all this kind of foolishness from hell. Uh, homosexuality is an abomination sin in God's sight. You will go to hell for that if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent. You will go to hell for all of these sins 
if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of your sins. You say, well, preacher, I don't like you and I don't like that. Well, it's tough. But I, got, I have to tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. It's not my message. It's God's message. It's Jesus' message. I never wanted to preach this message. Because I never wanted to be a preacher. So I'm not, and when you see me up here preaching like this, you can rest assured it's God. I never called myself at all. I would have never done that. At all. I'm not up here for any money or any show. Everybody who knows me knows that. I'm up here because woe is me if I preach not the gospel. God called me to preach it and he wants me to preach it. And I guess he wants me to preach it every day. Because I've been doing it for nearly every day for over seven years. And, and I have, I feel no ways tired. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every last one of us from the Pope on down, the Dalai Lama on down, Joel Osteen on down. Very nice man, but he, he's a sinner just like the rest of us. We all have sin. Even Dr. Tony Evans is a sinner. He'll tell you that. All of the great preachers you know, all of the holy men you know, they're sinners. We're all sinners. All in the same boat. And the wages of sin is death. The payment for our sin, my friend, is death. We are all going to die. You know why we die? We die because of our lying and our stealing and our lusting after people and things, dishonoring and disobeying and disrespecting our parents, and disrespecting and dishonoring and disobeying God Almighty. Uh, you're going to die one day because of your adultery, your fornication, your homosexuality, and on and on. All of our sins, and most of us, if we have reached the age of uh, 18, 21, thereabouts, we have sinned grievously thousands of times in God's sight. Thousands of times. And God said in the Old Testament, I am angry with the wicked every day. Why? Because they sin against me. And some don't even give it a thought. But you will give it a thought in hell, my friend. For Jesus Christ uh, preached on hell more than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached on hell more than any uh, apostle in the Bible. Sad to say, Jesus Christ has preached more than the millions of preachers he has preached more on hell than more than the millions of preachers who have lived over the past 100 years. Jesus Christ is love. God is love. But he loves us so much he's going to tell us the truth about our situation. You understand? That's love too. See, that's where we miss it. You know, we, we've lost that. We think love is giving everybody a cotton candy and a candy apple and taking them somewhere. That's not love. 
love tells the truth and speaks the truth. Here we have millions of people going headlong into hell and no preacher to tell them you're going to hell. They're going to hate your guts in hell. I'm going to tell you that right now, preachers. They're going to hate your guts in hell. They are going to call your name out in hell for not warning them about that awful place. Awful place. Jesus Christ said repeatedly, where the fire is not quenched. Where the fire is not quenched. Where the fire is not quenched. is like you're going to be thrown on the trash heap of sin. To be burned forever and ever. And you're going to suffer forever and forever. You are going to be tormented and tortured. You think I get some kind of joy out of telling you this? I don't. I wish you it was like you wanted to be that you can just do all of this dirt against God and sin against God and be evil as the devil and be a hellion and then go to heaven. But that that's not how it works, my friend. We don't even have that on earth. We have death row on earth. Sinners who control that and who are over that and who determine who gets on death row. I have news for you. You are on death row right now. And so am I. We just don't know when you're going to die. See, that's one of the tragedies about death. You don't know when you're going to die. But today, my beloved, you can walk into a grocery store and get your head blown off. You can go to a 4th of July parade in, in, a, in, in a Norman Rockwell city. Huh? Where, where mostly God's chosen people live. What are you talking about? And have your little child's head blown to pieces. Dead. You can go to a little elementary school and you're there teaching the little children and having the time of your life and come out on a stretcher dead and the children too. Huh? You don't know when you're going to die. But it is appointed unto you. It's appointed unto man once to die. But after this, the judgment. You, you're going to meet God's King, God. King Solomon told you that. The wisest man who ever lived said, you can do what you want. You are a free moral agent, but I do want you to understand everything you do is going to be brought into judgment. Everything. Every little lustful glance behind the wall. Every uh, time you looked at pornography and masturbated, looking at an image. And those of you who are pedophiles and you're trying to pervert children and so forth, there's a lower hell for you. Oh yes, there are degrees in hell, my friend. And you're going to bust hell wide open. Go ahead with your bad self. Just understand you're going to meet your maker. Prepare to meet thy God. Get your house in order. 
and do it today because tomorrow, tonight is not promised you. I double dog. Hear me well now. You going into you going to the movies and come out dead. in hell because you will go to hell instantaneously to use the words of Dr. Oliver B. Green. Instantaneously. You'll you'll go straight to hell. Or you will be judged at another time but you're going to hell right now just like they'll take you off the street right now and put you in jail and then judge you and then put you in prison. Okay? So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. Hell is bad news, but Jesus preached the bad news. We don't have any preachers preaching the bad news, and people don't know they're going to hell for their sins. They're lusting. They're whoring around. They're whoremongering around, <clears throat> jumping in, in and out of bed with every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and... Uh, Sue and Betty and Laura. You're going to pay for that. Either you're going to pay for it or you're going to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who has already paid for it. The songwriter said he paid it all. All to him uh, I owe. Jesus Christ said the most powerful, most loving, and most important words in the history of the world. To get your soul saved from hell, my dear friend. Jesus didn't die for nothing, man. You hear me? Huh? Do you hear me? Oh, I know you would like to hear real sweet and nice and dandy and uh, with some sugar on top and ice cream on top. Uh, it's time out for that. Time out. Okay, because you know you're not getting that. If they're even doing that. Jesus Christ said the most important words in the history of the world. People all around the world, red, yellow, black, and white, we're all precious in God's sight. We may not be precious in each other's sight, but we're precious in God's sight. Uh, Do you not know that the Ukrainian people are precious in God's sight, and so are the Russian people? White people are precious in God's sight, and so are the black people in God's sight? Okay, so don't forget that now. God... Wants everybody to get saved. He is not willing that any should perish. That's the reason why we're still here. Because he's waiting for you people to get saved. We don't have enough preachers to preach the gospel to people now. Nearly 60% of the pastors have quit. You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. Okay. For God so loved the world, Jesus Christ said. For God so loved the world, that includes you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's good news. Because your sin is bad news. And going to hell for your sin is bad news, very bad news. It's the worst news in the world. Huh? So this makes it, this, this news here, the best news in the world. This is your main problem here. That Jesus has already solved. 
and one day it will be too late. So today is the day of salvation. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for all of your sins. Yes, your fornication, having sex with people you're not married to. Your adultery. Men and women having sex with people they're not married to, even though they may be married. Eyes full of adultery. Homosexuality. You're going to hell. I want you to see. You got pastors who don't, they don't want to tell you that. They will agree with you, homosexuals, LGBTQ, queer people, that's, that homosexuality is not a sin. That does not even make sense. Adultery is a sin. Having sex heterosexually outside of marriage is a sin. What you do is not only a sin, but an abomination according to God. And I'm here to tell you, and God loves you. God loves you. I'm going to tell you you're going to hell if you want to continue in that. You're going to bust hell wide open if you don't get saved and quit that. And Jesus will help you quit it. He has helped others. He can help you. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. Pray and ask him to save you. Call on his name. It is as simple as that, my dear friend. You don't need to be anywhere. I, I, I want to wait till the coronavirus plague is over so that I can go to a beautiful, ornate church and do this. You know, I want to make it official in church. Have, getting into a church build, building has nothing to do with your getting saved. Nothing. Did the thief on the church go to the cathedral to get saved? No. Uh, I mean, the, the thief on the cross, did he go to the cathedral to get saved? No. He got saved dying on the cross. Uh, Jesus, the greatest servant of all time, said today, thou shalt be with me in paradise. <clears throat> so you might be in your bedroom, as I was in my dorm room in the Air Force, December the 19th, 1979, when I got saved. Today, Jesus is all about today, right now. Do it now. Today, get saved. Today, hear from Jesus. You are going to heaven when you leave here. And get that peace now. Get your eternal life insurance policy right now. Thousands of people are worried about life insurance. Getting life insurance. Thousands have it. They can hardly pay for it now. But they have it because they're concerned about dying one day or somebody else dying. You hear Jonathan with the 995 plan every day. Life insurance policy. Well, I'm here to give you the eternal life insurance policy signed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, free of charge. Paid in full. No premiums to pay. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shalt be saved. That's what Jesus Christ told you to do. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call on his name. 
today, believing in your heart in Jesus Christ, understanding that you do not have to pay for your sins in hell because Jesus Christ already paid for it. He suffered, he bled, he died on the cross in a cruel manner for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God to save your soul from hell because of the sins you committed. And all you have to do is believe in him. No church membership, no beautiful church building is necessary. No money, because you don't have enough money to pay for this in the first place. It doesn't matter how much money you give to the church, that means nothing. Saying in the choir, uh, you say you went to the church for 37 years every Sunday faithfully, does not mean a thing. You, you're going to go and you're going to die and go to hell if you're depending on that. Baptismal uh, service and getting baptized cannot save you. I got baptized at the age of 12. I went down a dry center, came up a wet center, the same old person on my way to a uh, devil's hell, and I knew it. I mean, I knew that I was not saved. I didn't know I was going to hell because nobody told me about hell. I didn't know I was going to hell. Just like you don't know you're going. That's why I'm telling you. You know why I preach on hell every day? Because I guess I'm still angry. Nobody told me. I almost died and went to hell myself. I don't know. Maybe I'm still upset about that. But but in the but it, but but in the true sense, I do it because God told me to do it. I do because I don't want anybody to be like me, almost going to hell, and didn't even know I was going to hell. Thought I was okay because my mother then made me go to church. But I knew I was not okay deep down in my soul. That's why God had me to pray, Lord, please show me the light. Basically saying to me, these people don't have the light, son. <laughs> I, I'm telling you the truth. Before I got saved, my prayer was, God, please show me the light. Why would I pray like that? God put it in my spirit to pray. And he basically said on the flip side of that, these people don't have the light. Your daddy does not have it, your, even though he's a preacher. Your mother does not have it, even though she's a preacher. They, they, I, knew, I knew they didn't have it because they never showed me. They tried with what they had, had passed down to them in their traditions. The mourner's bench, calling Jesus' name a million times. That's not how you get saved. And I knew it wasn't. Getting baptized was not it. Being in church all day long. We were in church all day. My black folk back in those days, we didn't have a problem being in church all day long. Sunday school. Morning worship, which lasted till two, going on three. Then food on the ground for a singing service at 3 or 3.30 or 4. And then be back for BTU at 6. Are you kidding me? And we were members of at least five churches to this day. Because, you know, black folks, don't they, don't they don't end the membership. They just go to the next church.
So how about it, dear friend? Are you ready to get saved from hell? Believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ who paid your sin debt. Call on his name. For the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's pray right now the sinner's prayer. Mean it from your heart as you pray. Be sincere. Don't pray it at all. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner as the preacher brought out. And that I have repeatedly done evil in your sight down through the years. I understand, Lord, that I deserve to go to hell to burn forever. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul, a sinner. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ sitting at your right hand. Who suffered, bled, and died for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that you would come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit. Change me from the inside out. Help me to truly repent of all of my sins. And help me to turn from my unrighteous, ungodly lifestyle. And help me to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the newness of life. For it is in your holy name, Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you prayed that prayer with me, the sinner's prayer, congratulations on doing the most important thing in your life. I assure you that you will never regret it. And if you want to grow uh, in the faith and become a strong Christian disciple, read my book. Free of charge, titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. And that little book will help you get started. Also... Uh, you can go to Gospelite Society to read that book. It's a free download. Gospelitesociety.com or uh, Gospelite House of Prayer. <coughs> uh, dot com. And it will help you to grow in the faith and become a strong Christian disciple. 
also email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and send you some information that will help you to grow in the faith and be the Christian that God wants you to be. Also, dear friend, if you have a prayer request, please send that in to us as well. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop or until we die. We pray for many people and have done so uh, for many years. And we'll pray for you as well and add you on to the list. Uh, my daughter, uh, Danielle Elizabeth Love White. My youngest daughter will get that information to you and uh, uh, and add you to the prior list as well. Okay? So, uh, what we're going to do right now is resume our service, the standing between the living and the dead service, uh, already in progress, if you will. So, for those of you who just prayed that prayer, you just got saved by believing in Jesus Christ. That's the only way you can get saved. Uh, this will be your first Bible study. Turn in your Bibles, if you have it. Uh, friends and family, sitting with the new converts, show them your Bible. Because the greatest thing that uh, you can do for a new convert is, for, is to help them see the Word of God. Uh, and, and pastors and uh, ministers and serv uh, servants uh, in churches and ministries around the world, make sure you give them a Bible. Malachi chapter 3, verse 13. Your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord. That's how so many churches are today. Yet ye say, what have we spoken so much against thee? <clears throat> Dear friends, I just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 3 verse 13. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it. With the help of the Holy Ghost of God. And with the help of the Bible knowledge commentary. Of Dallas Theological Seminary. In contrast with the blessings the Lord extended to Israel, the sixth oracle charged the people with speaking harsh things against the Lord. Some harsh things are being said against the Lord today. It just came out this morning that over half, well over half, of so-called evangelicals do not believe the Bible is the Word of God. You're being cooked like a frog, Christian people. All of this is orchestrated. All of this is by design. There are people higher up in the evangelical circles who have sold Jesus and the church down the river. They are Judases. They have been paid off. And I don't care who likes it. None of this stuff can happen like this without... Uh, intentionality uh, intentionality 
this this has been done intentionally rather on purpose by design orchestrated and I believe money millions of dollars have been paid out to the Judases among us to for this to happen anyway this was more than a contrast in tone for the people's harsh words contradicted the promises reaffirmed in verses 10 through 12. Again, typical of Malachi's style, the spirituality, or rather the spiritually insensitive people were portrayed as ignorant of the sin. They asked God, what have we said against you? See, in that, that, that little statement right there, also sends forth a spirit of, we don't trust you about what you're saying. We are questioning you back about your accusations against us. Like we have the, uh, uh, we have the uh, right to do so. What are you talking about, Lord? Uh, we have, I mean, what are you saying about us? Here. Accusing us of doing this. We don't know anything about it. I do believe there are people in this world who claim to be saved. Who have lost their minds. Just like the people here in Malachi. And so ladies and gentlemen, let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven. I praise you and thank you for this magnificent time together around your holy gospel and your holy word. I pray that millions would hear the gospel and be saved and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of your Holy Ghost, by the power of your holy gospel. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life and pray without ceasing to God about everything and for wisdom to understand His Word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, you, shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, Accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. 
The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death to these beautiful bodies, death to so many things before you die, death to marriages, death to relationships, uh, death to material things. You will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin. But ultimately you will die physically. Your body will be put in a cold, dark grave. And that ought to be frightening because it is frightening. But more frightening is that your soul, if it dies without Christ, will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place, even though there's fire. You say, preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell where Jesus Christ, the loving and lowly one, preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also the Bible says in Revelation 21, 8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Whatever you do, don't experience the second death, because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day, and he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again. And you're ready to trust him as your Savior. Pray and ask him to save you, and he will. I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner, and that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. 
I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have. I've stolen things before. Uh, so Lord, that's five to six commandments I've already broken out of your Ten Commandments, and so please have mercy and grace upon me. For your Holy Son's sake, Jesus Christ, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you, dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. And that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you. We love you. And may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and, uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back, and I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. Please continue to pray for us, and we will continue to pray for you. God bless you until next time.